welcome to the Willow in the Windies with David Oram. Cricket, lovely cricket, at last where I saw it. Cricket, lovely cricket, at last where I saw it. Yardley tried his best, God had won the test. They gave the crowd plenty fun, the second test and West Indies won. With those little pals of mine Hello and welcome to The Willow in the Windies, the Caribbean Cricket Podcast. Joining me today on this uh, midweek edition as we preview the upcoming West Indies against Sri Lanka test match is a good old friend of mine from my days in uh, Barbados. It's Aruna Amethani Yagam. Aruna, how are you, sir? I'm very well, uh, David, and thanks for having me on the show. Oh, uh, pl- pleasure, pleasure. Um, you know, I need somebody with your expertise. Uh, I've spent a great deal of time in the last few years uh, studying and following with a passion West Indies cricket. I'm afraid I haven't found the time for Sri Lanka, and with, uh, with the Windies just about to play Sri Lanka, uh, yeah, I really could do with somebody helping me to uh, you know, talk me through it. Oh, absolutely. Well, because I, I was born in Sri Lanka, and... Uh... You know, I lived there till I was about 10 years old, and my earliest cricketing memories actually are from uh, Sri Lanka, or Ceylon, as it was then called, and, mm. and West Indies tour in 1967. So I can, you know, sort of, you know, talk a little bit about uh, sort of the history of of the uh, you know matches between the Sri Lanka, Sri Lanka, and the West Indies, and of course the current um, series is being played for the Michael Tissera Gary Sobers Trophy, mm. and it just so happens that those were the two captains. Uh, uh, in 1967, when I when I was a boy watching oh, uh, really? a three day match at the uh, Pisara Stadium, which will be the you know the ground for the second test, so uh, a lot of memories uh, for me from both Sri Lanka and the West Indies. And then, having been fortunate enough to spend a year in Barbados uh, this past year, I'm fairly up to speed on current developments in the Caribbean as well. So ah. uh, look forward to the chat. Oh, fantastic. I, I confess there'll be a lot of people uh, from outside of Sri Lanka uh, who wouldn't know who Michael Tissero was. Uh, and, and not only do you know about him, you, you saw him play. Uh, what sort of a cricketer was he? Well, he was one of uh, Sri Lanka's uh, you know, best batsmen in the pre-test era, certainly in the 1960s. Uh, you know, he was a very um, solid uh, sort of middle-order batsman, and he captained the team for for several years in the 60s as well. Uh, and he's still very much involved in cricket in Sri Lanka. Mm. And certainly, you know, um, worthy to uh, to be, uh, you know, named on the on the trophy. Um, but of course, that team in 67, uh, of course, um, you know, came up against a very strong West Indies team. I mean, I, mm. I remember, uh, you know, the likes of Seymour Nurse, Basil Butcher, Clive Lloyd, oh. Gary Sobers, Derek Murray, Wes Hall. You know, it was a whole host of uh, superstars. And um, I recall, I think, Butcher, Lloyd and Sobers all getting centuries, uh, <laughs> which, which really fired up my, my love for West Indies cricket, actually. Uh, <laughs> so I, I, it was, uh, you know, a, a drawn game, a three-day game, uh, and looking back at the, at the scorecard. But uh, certainly, you know, great memories. And uh, I think, you know, uh, hopefully foreshadows a, a very good... Um, you know, a series of, of games uh, coming up as well. I mean, I know West Indies has never beaten Sri Lanka in, in, you know, since Sri Lanka became a test nation in Sri Lanka. So, you know, there would be an opportunity here for the West Indies, although personally I think hmm. Sri Lanka will start as favourites in the test matches. Uh, I think the shorter formats perhaps we might, uh, West Indies may have the edge, but I think in the test matches, you know, given current form, 
Yeah, yeah. Well, it's well documented that uh, uh, they're going to be without two of their greatest players, uh, possibly their two greatest ever batsmen, um, uh, Sangakar and Jaya Wardner. Uh, but despite that weakness, you'd, you'd still uh, back them. You still think they've got enough firepower to beat the West Indies with the bat without those two? Well, I, I think clearly, you know, uh, you know, two iconic players like that are going to be be missed. Mm. But um, Sri Lanka does have some promising young players. Who, you know, they haven't. Uh, I mean, aside from, I'd say Angelo Matthews, who's been you know kind of the stalwart uh, batting stalwart in, in, in recent times. Mm. The others have not really come through yet, uh, but they have the potential to. And I think uh, this series may be the opportunity for them to, to flourish. I mean, Sri Lanka is coming off two two defeats against both India and Pakistan. They lost uh, 2-1 in, in both cases uh, you know, um, earlier this year. So um, they have a little bit of rebuilding to do. So I think, you know, of course, both sides are in this rebuilding phase, which should make for, I think, a relatively close series. But I think... If you look at the Sri Lanka lineup, um, you know there's still some there is some talent there. I think certainly a, a little more experienced than the West Indies batting lineup currently. Um, mm-hmm. You know you've got opening the batting, uh, you know Kaushal Silva and Dimit Karunaratna, who've been batting together for for a, I think for a couple of years now. And um, you know they, they, and then number three I think is a bit of a weakness. I mean Lahir, Lahiru Tirimana, who's uh, actually captaining the current uh, the match that just got. Certainly had uh, very much the best of the the warm up game you were referring to. The uh, Tiramani uh, didn't do his uh, uh, future prospects much good if he doesn't make runs in the first. He got a first baller um, uh, to Kimar Roach, as did Mendes. But uh, three other guys weighed in with hundreds: Jaya Sadera, uh, uh, Banaku, and as you said, Cyril Wadana. Um, right. There's 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 it does seem to be a lot of batting there, and um, well, four fifty five for six is what they. Uh, Popped up against the, the, the West Indies and very much outplayed them in the yeah, rain affected game. And um, 
how many of those guys do you expect to see playing in the Test match? Just, just, just uh, Cyril Wadana? Well, just Thirumana and Thirumana, I think, would be the, right. the only two. Uh, uh, in fact, I think those were the only two who were in the Test squad, uh, actually. So, um, I mean, the Test squad, uh, the 15 that were announced, um, I think uh, essentially Sri Lanka will go with, uh, in terms of the, you know, the, 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 the five batsmen and then an all-rounder all at six, most likely Thirumana. Kusal Pereira, the keeper, and then the four bowlers, uh, you know, they have four fast bowlers and two spinners, or three spinners in the squad, mm. and I think they'll end up probably with two fast bowlers and two spinners in the final 11. Uh, most likely, well, Dominika Prasad has been the most consistent uh, um, you know, opening bowler in, in recent times, so he will be in the squad for sure, and I think Suranga Lakmal has made a comeback. Um, yeah. And it's been bowling quite well, so he will be there as well. I suspect the other two will be will be spinners. I mean, Rangana Harath, of course, you know, has been <laughs> their you know main bowler since Muralitharan retired, yeah. and he continues to be a threat. So he'll definitely be there. And then Tarindu Kaushal will be most likely the other spinner. Uh, of course, Kaushal has had a bit of controversy uh, uh, about him lately. You know, he was called for yeah. for, for throwing with his Dusra. But he's been, you know, but his off off spinner is 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 has been, you know, deemed to be legitimate, and I think Sri Lanka has put a lot of faith in him and thinks that he can he can deliver uh, even just bowling his off spinners because uh, his action is somewhat reminiscent of Murali. You know, he has very supple wrists, and I think they're putting a lot of faith in him uh, for the future. So I reckon he'll be he'll be in the squad as well in the, in the final eleven, rather. Mm. I was talking. Uh, uh... Just uh, just last week with uh, uh, the West Indies uh, High Performance Centre uh, head coach Graham West, uh, right. who came up against him uh, when the the A team toured uh, Sri Lanka last year, and uh, right. he 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 put he did he did admit that he he had severe doubts uh, uh, about the the quality of his action, um, uh-huh. but you 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 would expect him to play. It, it, it's his doustra that they have um, outlawed effectively. Am I right? That, that's correct. Yeah. Fifty percent of his deliveries, which were tested, were were within the stipulated parameters, uh, and, the, and the balance uh, exceeded fifteen degrees. So even on the Dusra, he's pretty close, apparently. At least this is according to uh, the chairman of selectors, Kapila uh, Vijay Gunawardena, who mm. reckons that uh, you know he'll be bowling his Dusra, you know, uh, after you know some corrective measures are taken. But um, but for the moment, I think he, you know. He's someone who's got some special talent, and I think you know he would be the, the you know the second spinner, um, and hopefully the one to take over from Herat, who is not going to be able to go on forever. I think he's going to be 38 soon, mm. and uh, you know he'll probably Herat will most likely bow out after the the World uh, T20 next year. What? Um... What, what what sort of pitch would you uh, be likely to see in Sri Lanka or for the, for the series overall? But is is it going to be really favouring to to spin? Uh, well, goal yeah has uh, spinners have done well traditionally in, in goal, and it, it's actually been a very good ground for for Sri Lanka over the years. Um, there, there's been a bit of controversy there as well because the curator yeah the I was going to ask you about that curator, yeah yeah. He, He's been asked to step back from preparations for the for the test, 
there's some controversy about um, uh, some, well, there's, there's an ICC anti-corruption security unit in Colombo, um, and you know he's been implicated in some. It's not very really clear yet exactly what, but anyway, he's been asked to to step back, and then the um, the national curator Janaka Sampath has been asked to take over. So, you know, I'm not sure what kind of pitch is going to resolve, but traditionally, though, it's it's a, it's a wicket that has favoured spin, which which is why I think Sri Lanka will play two spinners, and um, you know, uh, there might be a case for you know the West Indies uh, to do to do the same. Um, although, you know, I think you know, from the West Indies point of view, I think it's really only Vishu um, who probably warrants a place in the final eleven right now. Mm. Yes. Uh, yeah, that, that, I, 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 I'll the others, but he didn't seem to do too well in the board eleven match. Mm. Uh, although I think he, you know, he has a lot of talent. I, I saw quite a bit of him in Barbados last year in the uh, in the PCL, and he looked like a, a good bowler. But I don't think he's quite ready for Test cricket yet. Mm. Uh, Warwick and did play a lot in the, the PCL. Uh, last year, with with funnily enough, because Suleiman Ben was uh, away for a lot of the time on Test duty, and he's uh, uh, overtaken him. Uh, you and I both saw in the last few years uh, quite a bit of uh, first class cricket. Then I've seen quite a lot of these uh, young West Indian players. Um, is there any that particularly Im- impress you about the emerging uh, West Indian uh, uh, cricketers? Well, I, I like the look of Jermaine Blackwood. I mean, I saw the Test match against England. Uh, few months back and you know he played very well in, in that game of course um, he seems his form seems to have dipped a bit but I think there is some talent there and um, mm. I would you know sort of persist with him um, Craig Bradford I think is a very you know is a very solid player but again he, he hasn't kicked on as much as yeah would have hoped um, but I must say I'm still kind of mystified with some of the selections I think Rajesh Chandrika in particular you know I yeah. I'm not quite sure where he's in this squad. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I'm not sure. I, I, you know, in terms of the, the opening batsman, though, they, they don't really have a uh, you know a third opener on this on this tour. No. So, well, I'm not sure if Shai Hope will get another chance or whether they'll assist with Chandrika. But I think that's going to be a weakness for the West Indies. You know, the opening partnership for sure. Um, yeah. No, I, th- I, I, I agree with you. I think they must have played their hand or shown their hand. Trendrika uh, opened in the in the one warm up game, and Hope was in the middle order. Um, one made eighteen, the other twenty six doesn't really tell you a great deal one way or another. I, I still feel sorry, a little sorry for Leon Johnson, who was played up there uh, not so long ago, out of position, and did did pretty well. But as you say, it's I, I know you you, uh, you still have um, heart. Uh, feelings in your heart towards West Indies, but uh, ultimately you're a passionate Sri Lankan supporter. You, I suspect, I suspect you're not fearing the West Indies or any of their players. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, a true uh, sort of international. Uh, I mean, players that have you know more experience, like Darren Bravo and Marlon Samuels, they you are know, clearly you know are capable of big hundreds. But um, I don't think in the Test matches that Sri Lanka has. Has a, has a lot to fear. I think it's going to be, uh, you know, closer than than maybe some Sri Lankans uh, hope. But I, I think uh, you know, uh, Sri Lanka should be able to to win the Test series. Yeah. However, I think within the shorter form, I, I think the West Indies will be a lot more competitive. You know, yeah. That's my my feeling. Yeah. It, it, looking ahead, you know, to to those one day games, 
do, do you think uh, Sri Lankan supporters are going to understand uh, all the furore that there's been about the and be mystified at the non-inclusion of Dwayne Bravo and Kieran Pollard, who they've seen a lot of on television? Sure, no, I, I think Sri Lankans are generally pretty well informed about well, you know, world cricket. I mean, still being a relatively small country, Sri Lankans tend to, you know, uh, follow other, you know, cricket in other parts of the world, unlike in, you know, a place like India, which, you know, yeah. tends to have, so, you know, which is such a big country, you know. So I think they would be pretty well informed and, you know, definitely mystified as to why, you know, the likes of uh, Kieran Pollard and, and, and Dwayne Bravo are not in the ODI squad. Um, but nevertheless, even without them, I think the ODI squad is is, is reasonably strong. Hmm. Uh, so, and I think they should give Sri Lanka, uh, you know, they should be a very you know, closely contested series. Um, but it's in the 2020 squad that I think, you know, West Indies will definitely be favourites in my view. I mean, they have a very strong lineup. Uh, you know, I think uh, they've selected from a full list of players. That's the only squad they've, you know, yeah. uh, that, that uh, where they haven't excluded anybody. So. Um, but I expect, uh, you know, a close-run series and um, hopefully the weather will cooperate. I mean, that's been, you know, a factor in previous series against the West Indies. I think uh, this might be the fifth tour by the West Indies and at least two of them have been severely affected by the weather. So let's keep our fingers crossed on that. Yeah, it is. I'm right in reading that this is arguably the second rainiest month of the year in uh, in Sri Lanka. That's right, yeah. Yeah, the, the monsoons coming through. <laughs> well, uh, playing play, play cricket in monsoon season was working for Bangladesh recently, wasn't it? They they managed to avoid defeat against uh, South Africa. That's right. That's right. Yeah, I was. I, South Africa, that was quite a, a very good one day today. I don't know if you were able to follow that uh, mm. game against India. But it was an excellent game. Yes, yeah. it. Uh, I, I was surprised you said just now though that you have uh, Sri Lanka. Uh, or rather, West Indies as favourites for the 2020 games. Uh, who who are the world champions of 2020 cricket? The Sri Lanka are clearly the world champions, but you know, like <laughs> the Kara and Jawadana, I think that's been a severe. Yeah, that's, that's that'll have a severe impact on their on, on on their on their chances. And I think you know the West Indies, uh, you know, at least in the 2020 squad, haven't you know don't have any uh, you know any any any, uh, any losses in terms of players. So. I, you know, I, I think man for man, the West Indies, you know, I think is a superior unit in, in 2020. Mm. But, uh, you know, it's a question of how they'll pull together and, um, you know. But, yeah, personally, I think I would I would uh, stop them as favourites in 2020. Yeah. Okay, okay. Be interested to watch it. You make a fair point. Um, I know you're a very busy man. Uh, you work very hard and have travelled quite a bit in the last few years with your job. Um, but uh, are you going to be able to get back home for uh, for any of these games at all? No, unfortunately, I'm uh, kind of tied up work wise. But um, perhaps next year for the for the World uh, 2020, you know, that's something I can have a little more time to plan. Yeah. Now the only cricket I'm likely to watch uh, in the next few weeks next week is in the US. There's a tournament coming up uh, with Shane Warne and um, uh, you know, cricket all stars, and they're playing in yeah. baseball stadiums in New York and Houston and Los Angeles. So I may go up to New York and watch that in November. Well, fun, funnily enough, I was talking uh, just in my most recent podcast with Red Red Pereira about that event, and uh, I was a little worried that this might be a little. 
a bit of a, a white elephant with um, with prices reckoned to be between fifty and three hundred and fifty dollars. And also at that time of year, as you will know well, you're looking at perhaps watching cricket in eight degrees. That's right, at least in New York. I think Houston <laughs> and Los Angeles will have better weather. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, I think the tickets are somewhat overpriced. I'm, I'm interested to see how many they end up actually selling because these are big stadiums, you know, 40,000, 50,000 people in, these, uh, in the New York Mets and Houston Astros and Los Angeles Dodgers, you know, stadiums. So... Um, Clearly, you know, there are, you know, uh, relatively well-off uh, expat communities in all of these cities. I mean, that's why they picked the, those three cities. I think they're the, some of the biggest um, groups of Indian uh, and West Indian uh, and, you know, English expats as well. Mm. But um, I don't think we're going to attract too many, you know, people who are not familiar with these players or, you know. So I think the idea is to promote cricket, you know, among, you know, Americans in general. I think... Uh, Ticket prices are not the way to go, no. so you know. Let's let's see. I mean, they're hoping this will be the start of a, uh, you know, of, of an annual series and you know, uh, a way to promote cricket in in the, in the U.S. But you know, there have been several attempts before that have failed. But this one is the most high profile hmm. in terms of the players and in terms of the sponsors they've gotten. So let's keep our fingers crossed because I would like to see you know cricket, um, uh, you know, pick up in the U.S. I mean, there's a hmm. fan base of about 15 million. I'm told in the U.S. So that's a you know huge number of people. Yeah. Um, yeah. So and hopefully West Indies, hopefully the U.S. Uh, the West Indies can get more involved with uh, promoting cricket in the U.S. as well. I know Courtney Walsh was involved in a recent uh, selection of a of a emerging squad for for the Americas. You know, for the which will participate in the 50 over Sajikon tournament. I think in January. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. And I think the majority of the players selected were from the U.S. A few from Canada, but. Mm. Um, you know there is a fair amount of talent in in, in the U.S. So I think mm. uh, you know, you know you, you, I don't think uh, uh, they will be uh, uh, you know totally outplayed as as people expect. So you know, uh, but I, a couple of North American players played in the CPL too last season, didn't they? Uh, That's right. Stephen Taylor and then Nikhil Dutter, I think. Yeah. No, no, and it'd be interesting to see how they do uh, do fare in the in January's uh, fifty over competition. Um, yeah, I think there is a, a certain, there's certainly a market for the the West Indies to tap into uh, in America, and we'd like to see some some development there. Uh, and now we know at least one person that intends to go to one of these games. Uh, we we have to see if the other thousands turn up too. I do know as well, Aruna, that uh, uh, the reason I asked you about whether you were managing to to get out there for for any of these games, um, you did tell me about the journey you made. Was it in 1996 to get to get back to see the World Cup final? Oh, that's right. No, I was uh, posted in India at that time, actually in Delhi, so it was a little bit uh, easier travel-wise. But mm. uh, but I remember that very well. I actually flew to Lahore for the final, and I remember Mick Jagger was on the same flight with us <laughs> as we flew from Delhi to Lahore. Um, so uh, that that was, you know, of course, one of the greatest moment in in Sri Lanka's cricket history, uh, you know, winning the. World Cup, uh, and of course, then the recent success in the World T20 as well. But I think yeah. that's really a turning point in Sri Lanka's cricket history because uh, it made the you know uh, the game a truly national game. And uh, you know, before that, it tended to be concentrated mostly in Colombo, uh, the capital. And now it's you know the, Sri Lanka's drawing on talent from all corners of the island. So uh, you know, it certainly uh, was was a great achievement.
Mm. No, and, and it's amazing when you look at that achievement in terms of uh, you're talking there a 32-year gap between you seeing Michael Tessera playing uh, back in 67 to them being world champions. Uh, uh, well, sorry, less than that. I'm, uh, yeah, 29 years. My, my math, I mean, may know about cricket. I know nothing about mathematics. A 29-year gap uh, be- between the two. Uh, Tessera was one of the big formative men. Um, the, you know, they played the first, was it two, three World Cups before they, first three World Cups before they were even a test nation? That's right, the first two in 75 and 79, and then they became a test nation in 82, and I was That's actually right. fortunate enough to watch Sri Lanka's first ever test match as well. Ah, oh, against was, England. Uh, also at the Pisa uh, Stadium against England Yeah, uh, back in 82. That's right. And uh, Sri Lanka didn't lose that, uh, you know, uh, game, but it was a relatively close, closely fought uh, match. And, Until uh, Underwood and Embury got going. First time I saw Sri Lanka was uh, their their first test against England in England uh, in '84, and uh, <laughs> going along seeing a, a Sri Lanka keep England into the in the in the field into the third day as Siddharth Wetamuni made 190 and uh, Mendis Mendis nearly made 100 in each innings, and right. uh, and batting at number seven was uh, a young Aravinda de Silva. Uh, that was that was nobody realised it at the time, but what a strong uh, side that Sri Lanka had there, and uh, had well the better of a draw against England. Right. Yeah, uh, that that was that was my first experience of them. Uh, well, we look forward to the to the series. Um, we both, I think, expect Sri Lanka uh, to to come out on top uh, if it's not the weather. Right. I, uh, you know, I think. Both Sri Lanka and the West Indies. I'm hoping for a for a closely fought series, and uh, you know, um, you know, looking forward to it very much. And you know, I'll be following it uh, very keenly. So uh, you know, look look forward to maybe chatting again in the future. And you know, oh, how, very much. No, I I, I I hope that uh, uh, we can either chat sometime during the series. At the very worst, that we'll get together uh, at the end of the the, the tour and uh, look back on the. The games in in all three formats and uh, and see where both countries are uh, placed then. Sure, great. Okay, well, thank you ever so much for sharing time with me, Aruna, uh, and it's been great to catch up with you again. 
Uh, yes, indeed, and uh, you know, uh, take care of yourself, and look forward to, to talking again in the future. Uh, thank you very, very much. This has been the Willow in the Windies, a midweek edition, and I hope you can join us again for our next edition sometime soon. Goodbye.